Hello, this is Lee from A Podcast, The Podcast. You're about to hear a very different type of episode. Uh, For the past couple of weeks now, Robbie and I haven't been able to record the show. Um, But independently, we both watched the new Predator movie, Prey, which is on Hulu or Disney Plus if you're outside the United States. And we both really enjoyed it and wanted to be able to talk about it with each other. So we found some time and recorded an episode of our sister podcast, Release the Snydercast. And that's what you're about to hear. Um, If you like that and you want to hear other movie reviews we've done, you can head over to Release the Snydercast on whatever platform you're listening to this show on. And you can check out reviews we've done for all the DC Cinematic Universe movies, as well as a couple bonus shows for movies that have gone to streaming uh, within the past year or so, like Matrix Resurrections or Prey. Um, And if you've enjoyed this podcast, uh, thanks for listening. Stay tuned. We'll be back as soon as possible with a new episode for you. Welcome to Release the Snyder Cast, a limited series podcast exploring the films of the DCEU leading up to the release of Zack Snyder's Justice League. I'm Lee. I'm Robbie. And Zack Snyder's Justice League came out a year and a half ago. Um, This is a bonus episode. (laughs) Goddamn right it is. We're back, baby. And I, for one, am ecstatic to be on this show to talk about a movie that I thoroughly enjoyed and was not a piece of shit. I think we've done that uh, once or twice. Yeah, twice. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Uh, What better way to talk about a movie uh, that is the fifth film in a limp dick dog shit franchise uh, than to revive this limp dick dog shit podcast one more time um, and discuss it. and yes, we're here to talk about the the new Predator film, Prey, now streaming on Hulu or Disney Plus if you're outside of the United States. And before we get into the movie, Robbie kind of spoiled our our thoughts here, which is fine. Uh, but Robbie, what are your general what's your general opinion of the Predator franchise? I uh, the, it has now two good movies and the rest of them are all pretty fucking terrible i guess predator 2 is sort of fine i guess um (laughs) otherwise it's pretty pretty grim (laughs) are are we also counting avp i've only i've only seen like two-thirds of the of the first one um yeah so i guess i can't quite judge that and i haven't seen the predator uh, you you, yes, uh, you scared have. me. You scared me thoroughly off of of seeing that. Robbie, we watched the Predator together. We did. Yeah, we had we. I had a huge group of people over for brunch. You, you were that? one of the people. <laughs> and then we had a we had Shane an all Black's day the Predator. Yes, and then we had an all day movie marathon, and we watched the Predator. No, this was no. like right before you moved. There's it. What that movie wasn't out yet when I moved. I thought. Oh. Who the fuck am I thinking about? I yeah, swear to I've, God you were there. I, s- I have never seen the Shane Black's The Predator. Oh, okay. Well, my friend, when you visit, boy, are we going to have a fantastic movie marathon. <laughs> Both AVPs and The Predator, baby. Let's fucking go. Um, so here's, yeah, so here's my thing. I fucking love this franchise, despite the fact I think all these movies are utter shit. Um, I, here's what, okay. I'm just going to briefly go through them, but here's what I don't understand. When the fuck did the original Predator 
become heralded heralded as some sort of masterpiece or like giant cinematic achievement. Oh yeah, that is really funny. It's just like it's like a fun, good, dumb action movie. But yeah, this suddenly it's like, and I think it's like kind of like does to some degree deserve a place as this sort of iconic like classic movie but it's not like it's citizen kane or something like that but yeah that is like a trend now that people are like they're like they're like conflating it i think with alien which is yeah as a movie much better like as a film times better yeah Yeah, like a million fucking times better uh which doesn't mean that the original predator isn't great because that movie fucking rules (laughs) but yeah that is like an interesting trend that's happened in the last like five years well, that's a, that's the thing, Robbie. I I would argue many of the films in this franchise fucking rule, but none of them, <laughs> none of them are good. None of them are. I mean, some of them are fucking dog shit, man. I mean, look, Predator Two is a film that I I have a lot of nostalgia for more than the first one, actually. Um, Interesting. Just because, well, it was closer to the time it came out closer to the time that I grew up. Right. And it was like one of those early R rated movies I saw that I wasn't supposed to see. Sure, sure. And it was always on TV. It was always on AMC during their little October horror movie thing for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just Close saw it enough. all the time. And um, there's actually a, um, you know, there's a lot of comics that was basically Predator 2 really expanded the lore. And there's a lot of comic spinoffs from that lore and books and all sorts of things. And so even though it like is kind of this black sheep of the franchise, even more than some of the other films, uh, it is like the most influential in a weird way. Mm. Um, But it's I mean, it's a shit movie. It's a piece of shit, but I fucking love it. And then we have Predators, which is the only one I actually don't enjoy. I rewatched it last night. I'm Uh, okay with that movie. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it in a while. (laughs) I remember my memory of that movie is that the beginning is mildly interesting and then it really slows down and then it's mm. kind of okay at the end. That's my vague memory of predators. Yeah. A movie that I haven't seen in like 10 years. That's the only one I, I would never just like put on and watch for fun. Um, Shane Black's predator eaters. Ooh. Yeah. Back Shane, in the day. Shane Black's the predator is maybe the most entertaining movie in this whole franchise. Um, <laughs> okay. Interesting. If, well, if you're not familiar, uh, the, the predators come to earth to steal a child's autism yes and use it to <laughs> and use it to further their own species evolution and so that and maybe the best part is that all of this information is given to us by Olivia Munn which just makes it so much funnier to me <laughs> yes uh yeah Olivia Munn plays the uh like world's leading biologist uh and then also <laughs> Also, some, type, some typecasting, huh? Yeah. Also, Jake Busey is in it, who does play Gary Busey's character's son from Predator 2. I mean, he couldn't play anybody else. <laughs> no, no. Uh, and then another amazing thing is that um, the, uh, the child's autism just kind of goes away at some point in the movie. And he's like not autistic anymore after a while. Well, perhaps the next episode of this show will be us talking about Shane Black's The Predator. <laughs> Maybe, but I I love it. I saw it in theaters with about three other people. There's just three of us in the theater opening nice. night. Nice. And we all just laughed and laughed, and and the movie got a, a standing ovation at the end. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. Um, and then yeah, the AVP movies. I mean, whatever. They're they're fucking dumb as shit, but they're I don't know. 
the second one is definitely the worst because it's is the that most the one where you can't see anything yeah you can't really see like any action um during the nighttime scenes like like literally because it's too dark not like it's shaky cam like it's literally too dark it's it's not lit properly um <laughs> and there is definitely no money for reshoots yes. or extra coverage so there's yeah, yeah. that um, all, all and, the, yeah so this is what we're this is what this movie is going up against yeah and so now we have now we have prey a prequel to predator 2 uh explaining the origin of the gun at the end of the movie that is gifted to danny glover <laughs> and for some reason this is like the best predator movie it's so good it is such a <laughs> great movie yeah but every everything about this movie it basically should mean that it should that it, that it will suck right and and it all comes together the the only interesting thing about it going into it was that like oh that's like a native american tribe is like involved in like that that was interesting the rest of it was like oh god but it's a prequel <laughs> like we're yeah. jumping on that trend with the predator <laughs> are we sure um right right but yeah it's uh it's fucking awesome because the movie's not really about the predator which is the smart choice well here's the thing about it is it it's not about the predator, but the predator is still a fleshed out character that kind of has its own story going on. And this movie does two things that um, are vastly different than any other predator sequel. Um, There's two things that every single predator sequel does uh, that contribute to it being a piece of shit. Uh, The first thing is um, they just convolute the story with subplots for some reason. Yep. We don't, there doesn't need to be a single subplot in a Predator movie ever for any reason. No, no. it's very, it's a very just point A to point B plot. Yeah. Alien do- hunting humans. Yes. We, there you we, go. I mean, you know, in Predator 2, there's uh, this like government conspiracy espionage cover up thing. And Predators, Topher Grace is secretly like, like trying a serial killer to kill everyone that he's stranded on a fucking alien planet with, which makes no sense. And then there's also like this hinted war between species of predators who we don't need that shit. Right. I mean, who cares? Um, and then, you know, in the predator, you know, there's autism and, and shit. Uh, and then there's also like this weird family drama happening. Uh, and then the AVP, I can't even tell you everything. <laughs> the whole movie is just a series. Yeah, there's of, like there's like a yeah. Mayan temple buried underneath the Arctic <laughs> <Yes>. or whatever. <laughs> like it's fucking God, who cares, dude? <laughs> yeah, the Mayans <laughs> built a temple in Antarctica, and it, but it's under the ice. It's an indoor temple. I don't yeah, know. there are aliens. There, who knows? Predators. Yeah, it, who cares? Uh, this movie has no subplots really, which is no. awesome. It's great. Uh, and then the second thing, all the sequels do that this movie doesn't is they all just recycle the original score and Ooh. play the original predator score nonstop throughout the fucking movie. And the issue is it's a great score. I think it's a fantastic score, but, um, Silvestri, none of the other yeah. movies. Yeah. Al- Alvin, uh, Sil- Silvestri. I almost said Alan. Alan. It is Alan. Silvestri. Alicia. No, I know. I asked. Alicia keys. Alicia Silverstone's predator score is fantastic. Beautiful. Absolutely. Um, and the, but the thing is, it doesn't fit with the tone of the sequels. It fits with the yeah. tone of the original film. Yeah, it's almost it. like yeah, it's almost like you need to make the music bespoke to the story you're trying to tell. Yeah, <laughs> who would have thought? Um, Interesting. And so this film has its own original score, and the score is pretty good. Yeah, I yeah, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it uh, quite a bit. 
This movie also does uh, the really smart thing of getting most of the nest, like really necessary character building stuff out of the mm-hmm. way in the first like 20 minutes, which mm-hmm. is great. Uh, gives you a good primer. You, you get to know everybody really well. You, you kind of know where everybody stands. And so that when the action starts, you can just go. You don't have yeah. to like worry about setting anything up at that point. You've already done that work. Um, this movie's like, like it, what you said to me that really made me excited to watch it was that you said it doesn't waste your time. It's like a tight 90 minutes. Yep. It's in and it's out. It gets right to the fucking point. And that's fucking rad. Like I would, I would throw this screenplay up with something like the blob remake where it's like, it's mm. pretty much perfect. Like there's not a whole lot. They're like, it's maybe not quite as tight as the blob, but it's definitely up there as far as, yeah. as being very focused. Um, there's nothing that I would really cut out of the movie. Right. Um, there's really not that much dialogue, which is also perfect. Yeah. Um, a lot of the acting is just done through action and through expression. Uh, the cast is all great. It's, 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 God, it's just so fucking good. It's just so it good. It is. And, and the thing is like, um, I don't know if we've ever discussed it on a, on a podcast, but I know we've talked about it together. Well, we've complained about it. Yeah. Uh, there's not, there's not really like mid budget 90 minute action movies anymore. It's all either like big tentpole Marvel DC superhero yeah, shit, or it's like cheap shit, like really yeah. cheap bottom barrel crap. This is like a great action thriller that like we said, gets in and out 90 minutes, great characters. You understand all the motivations, everything that's going on. The story's tight. The conflict is interesting. Uh, and and then it's over and you don't feel like you've sat through a bunch of shit. You didn't waste two and a half hours. Uh, it does. It's not there to set up endless sequels that yeah. are never going to happen. It's not ponderous. <laughs> I mean, it it yeah. knows what it's trying to do, which is, yeah. which is great. And it also, it feels like there was little to no studio meddling. Like it feels like, the director, the producers, I don't know exactly how many people were like really directly involved in the development, like kind of whose mm-hmm. baby it was, you know, um, but it doesn't feel like it was made by a committee as well. Right. I mean, my understanding is that the director, Dan Trachtenberg, yeah. who did 10 Cloverfield Lane, it, it was his, it was his idea and his, his story. Um, and I, I'm so shocked that, you know, right after the epic failure of the predator, which could have been the nail in the coffin of any oh, other sure. any other franchise. They immediately turn around and they're like, "Yeah, you can go make this fucking Native American movie that's set, you know, yeah, three hundred years ago." And blah blah blah. It's just like, oh, okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right. Was there? Uh, well, I guess I don't know where do you want to start. I was going to say, was there anything that you don't like about it? But I guess we can. How do we? Yeah, we'll get through it a little bit. I do want to mention. It's funny, this this movie's gotten, I mean, the expected backlash of there's a woman, it's woke. Oh, yes. Um, there, there is that, of course. There's also, um, from the Predator fandom, uh, there's people pissed off that uh, this movie retcons an issue of a Predator comic book, <laughs> of, <laughs> which is like, there's, of course. A, there's a Predator comic uh, story it's called like seven i think it's called 1718 or whatever that's pretty popular and it is like the original um idea of w- how the predators got the flintlock gun mm. and um 
this movie seemingly retcons that by uh you know a woman getting a gun <laughs> and then taking it back to her tribe and yeah and everything um but if anything i think this would just be like a, a prequel to that story you know it could be set up to where the next sequel is okay well then that gun ends up here and then the you know but who fucking cares where a fucking 400 year old gun came from like yeah why, i you know what i'd rather see you know what else was in the fucking predator spaceship and predator 2 a uh, tyrannosaurus skull let's see the predators fight fucking dinosaurs yeah let's fucking go let's let's fuse jurassic world uh dominoes with predators yeah let's get chris pratt on a motorcycle with uh two charging with two, two dinosaurs uh, yeah, two velociraptors charging a group of predators <laughs> That sounds amazing. <laughs> and then, oh, and dude, and then you can have uh, Bryce Dallas How- Howard in heels roundhousing one in the face. Oh yeah, there we go. I like that. Yeah, um, yeah. And then, so the other thing I've I've seen is that um, there seems to be a misunderstanding with the main character, which is that you know she has to. It, basically, it kind of comes across as like a Mulan story where. A little bit. She's a woman, and she wants to do what the what the boys do, but the boys don't want to let her do that. And I think that that is, um, I think there's just some miscommunication there because I don't think her character is meant to not be allowed to hunt because she's a woman. Because they pretty easily accept her as a hunter. I there think. Is- what it, well, okay. yeah. So I think what it is is just like she's just she hasn't proven herself to be a capable hunter and that's what they're doubting. And the, the, the thing that made this click for me is that there's a review, uh, from this native American website. I, I forgot, you know what it's called. I have it on my phone here. Um, I can get to it pretty quickly. Um, a tribe called geek.com. It's like a pop culture native American mm-hmm. site. And they did a review of, of prey and praised it, loved it. They, you know, they, they thought that the representation was amazing. Um, and they went into it assuming it was going to be like, uh, you know, like a Mulan type story with, and with like a Pocahontas type, um, right. right. Character or something. Uh, but what, what they say in this review is that historically in native American cultures, even though there are definitely traditional gender roles and there are things that, you know, men do and women do, Um, There was never really, it was never really to the level of like a, you know, Christian nuclear family household where women don't do this and only men can do this. It was more of whatever serves the tribe is what the person does. And so there were definitely women that hunted. There were definitely women that were, you know, uh, gatherers and everything or hunters, not gatherers. There are definitely women that were hunters and brought home the food and everything as much as the men did. And so their perspective on that was like, it's not that she is a woman and can't fulfill this role. It's that she hasn't proven that she's a capable hunter. And why would they, you know, give a shit to let her go out and hunt a bear by herself or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. That piece would definitely make sense. And there are like some, there's that, there's the one character that's like her brother's friend, the name of which I can't remember who yeah. definitely seems to t- have an issue with her being a woman hunting, but like certainly yeah. her brother's primary concern. And it seems to be also some of the other uh, male tribe members that are part of like the hunting party and stuff. 
yeah. do seem more concerned with the fact that she just hasn't done the full rite of passage like you're saying she hasn't proven herself and right. indeed her knowledge of medicine which is kind of the thing that they sometimes tell her to just go do that is also mm -hmm. like still seen as valuable it's not yeah. like uh oh you're just going to go and do medicine with all the other women they're right. acknowledging like we need you to stay here to help us with this person because you know how to keep them alive till we get but you know and, and things right. like that so even the other skills if they're not like talking down to her about them they still view them as valuable Right. And there is like, and there are some elements of like the Mulan S story, but I also think that's fine because it gives us a little yeah. bit of shorthand with her character. And yeah, it's not like a direct one to one either. No, no. And you know, I'm not the type of person that if it was a female empowerment story specifically, you know, that I'm not going to be upset about that, but I don't think that yeah. it is necessarily one. I think that it's just the character happens to be female I think you could have the same exact movie with a male character. You could even have Naru could be a male character with the same name and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And it, it would work the same. The other thing is, um, I don't know how well it comes across, but she is supposed to be much younger than her brother and the, you know, people that he hunts with in their tribe. So yeah, I mean, they don't, they don't explicitly state it. Yeah, yeah. But I, I got the impression she was, although she did, doesn't quite look this young, I did get the impression she was meant to be, you know, like 16. Yeah, like fourteen, yeah, definitely. sixteen, kind of in there. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know how I would feel about like a fourteen-year-old <laughs> defeating a predator, but definitely, definitely well, younger. Yeah, definitely younger with the inexperience, you know. Um. So yeah, there's just, of course, like the weird toxic shit of just being mad that it's a woman. You know, you have like the crit the critical drinker reviewers on the on the right, literally, uh, and then you have. <laughs> people on the other side that are reading more into it and praising it is this like woke empowerment thing. And it's really more in the middle, I think. And so, um, yeah, I, I would, yeah. I would agree that. Yeah. It's like a, it's a female empowerment story insofar as it's a very good story with a female lead character. Right. Um, but the, the story really isn't all that concerned with her gender. It gets brought up, I think once or twice by some characters and there's like the Frenchmen who seem yeah. very interested in that of, of course, but well, I mean, um, you know, they love to, Rape and pillage, <laughs> they're a big so. fan <laughs> of the rape they're a big yes, fan of yes. the rape yes um, indeed so that's an entirely different thing but yeah the, the story on the whole really does not bring much focus to the fact that she's a woman i don't know if the marketing did because i didn't really see much of it my, personally i just happened i just happened to know that it was coming out so, um, so that's I don't, know, I don't know if they did in the marketing maybe yeah um so that was my next thing was i don't I blame them i think <laughs> a lot of that stems from in the trailer they they have the bit where you know, in the movie, her mom says, why do you want to hunt? And she says, because you think that I can't. But in the trailer, it's cut so that it's like a man says it to her. And I think mm. that's where the backlash immediately started was like, oh, it's one of those, you know, the people that have an issue with that type of story, um, the trolls, basically. And so yeah. I think that it was marketed to be, oh, this woman's going to prove that she's a worthy adversary to the predator yeah, the story exactly yeah um so yeah i think i think it was just a, a marketing thing and and that's really unfortunate because you know i would equate it to like you know we talked about alien earlier i would equate it to alien where you have ripley who is a strong female character but any any sort of obstacle she has to overcome with other characters in the story as far as you know like the marines and aliens or whatever She's not really held back because of her gender necessarily. It's more because of a, a difference in class and her like blue collar 
background and they think, you know, she's basically like a dock worker or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, they just, they don't give her the, the credit that she deserves yeah. and they kind of think I she's think that's, crazy. Yeah. I think actually, yeah. Comparing her character to Ripley is, would be very apt because yeah, very similar deal. It's just a good yeah. story that happens to have a, a female lead. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, let's talk about the movie a little bit specific things that really worked for us. Um, I don't think either of us have a lot of gripes, but not really. The stuff I have is very nitpicky. (laughs) Same. Yeah. I mean, there's nitpicky. Yeah. There's, we'll get to it, but there's like um, a rule that gets broken in every predator movie. That is like the cardinal rule (laughs) of the predator, you know, which we'll talk about. Um, But yeah. So the movie starts out and it's great. Immediately we get, you know, a little intro narration by Naru and then see her kind of day to day. I think one of the first things we see is her dog. Yeah. Um, great, great is... decision. Great decision. By the way, <laughs> yeah. another big win, another big win for this movie. Uh, the, the fucking dog, which is awesome and very yeah. cute. They don't kill it. Doesn't even really get hurt. No so, good points, 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 points. But it's, but it's always in danger and they create so yes. much suspense. And yes. I think that was genius that oh, for sure. I, I watched a few uh, reactions on YouTube of the movie. And every every single reaction was the same. They show the dog, and they're like, "Oh fuck, they're gonna kill that dog." Yeah, that's the the first thought I had was, "Oh god, are we <laughs> yeah. gonna fucking kill?" Because that's also like such a cheap uh, way yeah. to like get an emotional reaction. I was like, oh, "Don't kill the dog." Like, I know it's a meme to be like, "Don't hurt the animals" or whatever, but it's like it's it's just so cheap. It just doesn't feel yeah. earned, really. Yeah. Um, and the dog is awesome. The, the, the inclusion of the dog was really, really smart because it gives her somebody to interact with, but you can still like have her as a human be on her own, but she has somebody that she can kind of interact with and rely on as which mm-hmm. is as well as a really smart use of an animal in a movie. Yeah. It's weird. It kind of, um, there's a lot of aspects of this movie that gave me like video game vibes. Oh, like having a, a dog companion 100%. that just follows you around and helps you. And then, Kind of the way she like you know levels up her skills or whatever the way she yeah no I, I, I got the patterns and I completely agree as I was watching it about halfway through I was like this whole story would be also fucking awesome as a video game yeah I'm absolutely very happy with it absolutely um and then and then we get a a great very quick title sequence of just panning up to the sky and we get the prey logo yes uh, and then we see the predator ship cloaking. And then uh, this is a little bit later. And then the way the predator comes into frame while it's half cloaking was awesome. Yeah. Um, I really like that. They went back to having the predator cloaked almost the whole time. Yeah. And I'm sure that's a budget thing, but also it's just, (laughs) but it's also, I mean, it's like the thing with jaws or the original or alien where it's it's much scarier. Yeah. Yeah. That's much scarier if you can't really see it or if it's kind of obscured, you get little flashes. Yeah. There. Yeah, I really like how it was a more um, primitive uh, cloaking technology where like it would get hit and kind of glitch and you would see its outline and things. Um, Yeah, or like there's a scene where it kind of steps through a stream and the water interacting with the cloaking like makes it kind of short circuit a little bit. Stuff like that was really cool. Really nice little touches. One thing I still haven't which yeah i mean i do the the predator's helmet is also different than it is in the rest of the movies that's it doesn't have the the laser gun which is cool i like that they also devolved the predator a little bit to be like yeah this is 300 years ago some of this technology they they don't have yet which was also cool well here's what i was wondering um because i can see i can see it both ways here 
first I, I thought that, yeah, it was just that it was showing the, how the predators have evolved just like humans have evolved. But also I, I saw this um, theory that makes a lot of sense and is really cool, which is that they, uh, they basically just like, they took their most primitive weapons to one of the more primitive planets they would sure. have ever gone to. Like a and that, hunt. Yeah, like they match their environment. And, you know, the predator we see in the original film, he has more advanced weaponry because the characters have more advanced weaponry. Yeah, and it's to make it like- a little bit, even though it's so, it's still so much more advanced than ours, it's a little bit closer. Sure. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, yeah, that'd be like bow hunting versus with a rifle or something like that. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. But either way, it was really cool. And I mean, I I think the the thing that pushes it more towards they're just less developed as well, even though they still have interstellar travel, is the the bone mask that it that's has. the thing that that made me think that that's kind of what they were going for. Yeah. Either way, really fucking cool. It's also great to see, um, like predator predator weapons, but more basic versions of them. Yeah. Uh, it was just such a neat idea. And then also to see a, a predator that's like a different species of predator. Um, or maybe just like it evolves into the predator yeah, that we see in the later the design films. design was uh, subtly different. Which yeah. Was, well, I mean, the face the, was the like face totally looks, different. Yeah, 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 the face looks different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really cool stuff. Uh, so, yeah, the first act of this movie is really just setting up Naru and her relationship with her family and the tribe and how she wants to be different and everything. Uh, and it's all good stuff. Uh, we see, like you said, a lot of what we learn about her is shown, which is nice. There's not a lot of just expo- exposition dumping. We see her constantly practicing throwing her axe. We see how she modifies her axe. We see that she... Um, is very observant and quick to learn and can easily adapt to, to overcome challenges. And so yeah. it really sets up her character later in the end when she figures out how to defeat the predator. Yeah. Which is another thing that this movie does really, really well is all the setups and payoffs. Like every yes. single little thing is set up in the perfect order at the perfect moment in the story mm-hmm. called back to at the perfect moment. And then there's a really satisfying payoff for all of it. At yeah. The, at the very which is it's just so good yeah it's crazy it's crazy that you can make a good movie still yeah it's it's amazing (laughs) yeah i mean like i didn't expect the quicksand to come back you know yeah i was wondering how they were gonna how they were gonna use it because at first i thought is this maybe just meant to be a reference to to dutch covering himself in mud or something yeah predator's not there so that doesn't seem likely but they're also spending a lot of time here so i wonder what that's gonna be uh I didn't, I didn't, the whole orange flower thing. I didn't see that coming until the very end. Um, yeah. And I was like, Oh, holy shit. That's what she's going to do with it. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really, really great stuff. That's the other thing I really liked was the callbacks to the original film were so subtle that it wasn't mm-hmm. just like fucking in your face, blaring fan service is more just like a, uh, if you're familiar, you'll you'll recognize it, but it still is in service to the story and it doesn't feel out of place. Like even repeating the line, if it bleeds, we can kill it was fucking awesome in the movie. And yes, yes. and made so much sense uh, in the context in which it was said. And yeah, so like, yeah, the way she comes out of the quicksand is covered in mud and goes up against the big, you know, deadfall of trees or whatever, just like Dutch did. Really cool. Mm-hmm. Um 
And what's interesting is there's also that little twist. So you think, you know, in the original, that's how Dutch realizes he can camouflage himself. In this movie, she realizes that she can use that area to trap the predator. And so it's still it still uh, helps her to defeat the predator later, but not in the same way. Yeah, just a different way. Yeah. Good stuff. Really good stuff. Um. And then, yeah, so the first act is pretty simple character stuff. And then once the action starts around the 20, 30 minute mark, it just doesn't end really. Yeah, pretty much. They're very (laughs) brief uh, reprieves here and there about five, you know, three to five minutes here and there. And then it's just boom, boom, boom. And it escalates really, really nicely too. like Mm -hmm. our our very first real action scene is the bear, uh, which kicks off the second act. And it's fucking awesome. Uh, uh, Naru's out uh, with her dog looking for the predator which she doesn't know is the predator yet uh, they come right. across a bear, the bear realizes they're there, uh, she jumps into a bunch of dead trees and limbs and stuff to try and get away from it it's attacking her and then the predator shows up, sees the bear and has a fucking fist fight with the bear <laughs> which is so fucking rad he punches the, the whole... bear in the face and it dies I mean come on <laughs> It's yeah, so yeah. Awesome. And he like lifts it and the predator lifts the bear up over its fucking head. It's like, ah, <laughs> it's so yeah. fucking rad. And then, and then you see the outline of the predator because of the blood dripping on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's blood and guts dripping out of the bear. It's so cool. That's another cool thing about the predator is that we see its evolution. So first we see um, a snake grab a mouse. And then, well, no, first we see an ant crawl up the outline of the predator. Then we see a mouse. Then the snake captures the mouse and then the predator kills the snake. And then later the predator works up to a wolf and then a bear. And then finally the, the tribe. Um, And so it's cool. I don't know. It's just, I just really love the idea that like, um, like, I don't know in the original predator movie. And I, I guess in all the sequels, um, I never got the idea that this was the, predator's first time to hunt people mm-hmm. it was like oh it's going back for another season right, right, um, right. even though they're different predators it's like you know in predator 2 the city hunter it's he's probably already hunted people in the jungle now he's in the city yeah, yeah. Uh, this movie i don't think maybe it's not the predator species first time on earth but it's this predator's first time on yes earth. yes it's kind of slowly works its way through yeah more, and more difficult prey and the way the way it just explores its surroundings and and gets to know Earth is so cool. And it's so much yeah. cooler than it's so much more interesting than having just the predator stalk the same people and kill them one by one. Um, yeah, I agree. It's with that. cooler to see the predator do its own thing and then its story and Naru's story converge and then it becomes about them. Yeah. Uh as opposed to, yeah, just follows her around for reasons, you know? Uh, And then the other thing I really liked is that the predator is not the only threat. We also have uh, the horny Frenchman and then the French, which I was not expecting to see the French uh, trap trappers, the, the fur, the fur traders. Uh, I I figured when we saw the, the bison is when I figured that there was some sort of fur, yeah, that, that was the and... yeah that was the thing that really cinched it for me. When they yeah. had the traps, I figured that was a reference to the trappers being in the area, but yeah. I, I didn't think they'd play as big of a part as they ended mm-hmm. up playing, mm-hmm. which is cool. They were used really, really well. Yeah, and I, I also <laughs> yeah, and that's another really cool thing that they do with Naru is that 
she before before she fights the predator and learns to use its weapons against it she learns to use like the white men the white man's weapons against them she learns she kind of learns uh what to do with the bear trap and how to use that as a weapon and then she you know takes the gun and the guy tells her how to use it and then just the way yeah just the way her character progresses is really fucking cool they didn't you yes. know like you, they didn't need to have a good character but no, they, they didn't they did and it's really appreciated <laughs> yes oh absolutely yeah um because you know that's the other thing is like in the original it's just another it's just arnold schwarzenegger yeah, yeah. It's fun. There's, there's yeah there's no real character development or anything he like learns stuff about the predator but he doesn't really change as no. a character or whatever you know there's no. no growth there no and then in predator 2 we have danny glover basically just playing his character from lethal weapon he's just an angry cop who's too old to be a cop yeah and that's his character <laughs> and then uh i mean i can fuck who cares about the other ones but <laughs> but yeah it's it's nice to see a character who actually is a real character uh with motivations and and the way that we see through through their eyes how they learn this stuff it's really nice um I will say uh, one of my nitpicks would definitely, and I, I don't want to blame the movie itself. Um, I think it's more just the schedule and the budget, but some of the effects really took me out of the movie a little bit. Yeah. Some of the, the animals especially end up looking a little rough. Yeah. The bear was not good. Um, yeah. It was, it was okay. There's no say. revenant, you know, but <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. And obviously they can't use like a real fucking bear. Uh, right. And the wolf didn't look great really pretty much all the cg animals were like fine but not great but yeah i assume that was just a budgetary yeah uh, restriction yeah and then i just i just always hate to see cgi blood it's so obvious yeah and it's just like come on we could at least we could get a little corn syrup in the budget right yeah surely yeah at least for like the people when you're like chopping off limbs and stuff you could use a little more practical blood yeah, and that's the other thing. I mean, this really this this really was a issue with the Predator, and it's even worse here. The when the Predator blood is CGI, it just looks fucking awful. It looks very weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean, just get some glow sticks. That's what they did yeah. in the original. <laughs> yeah. They literally just it kinda, Yeah, it looks like uh, like silly putty or something almost. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not good. And it's like the wrong shade of green, which I know I'm nitpicking, but it's just like, I don't know, it just it just looks so fake and stuff like that has no reason to look fake. You know? Yeah. I can yeah, understand. I can understand action scenes or, or, you know, having a CGI bear because you can't have a real one, but yeah, the fact that you have to animate fucking blood. I mean, yeah. I don't know. And the predator as well is CG a lot. Um, most of the close up stuff, it looks mostly real with like CGI augmentation on the face and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but for a lot of the like wider stuff, the, the predator is very often CG and I don't know, yeah. again, it's mostly cloaked for a lot of that stuff. So for the most part, it's not that big of a deal, but like the big fight in the ash forest, which overall is very good. And I enjoyed a lot. There were some, some of it like <laughs> bouncing around the tops of the trees. Looked oh little, yeah. Looked a little weird. Yeah. But all the close up uh, stuff looked pretty good. So. Yeah, there was one close-up of his face when he has Naru kind of pinned between those trees that was atrocious. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is, and I'm, I'm not going to ding the movie for it. But um, 
on the flip side of that, uh, we haven't talked about how fucking beautiful this movie looks. Um, oh yeah. yeah great cinematography. Gorgeous. Yes. Fantastic. Um, and a lot of long takes too. There is that sequence. I think when she kills all those French guys, that was one take. Yeah. Um, and it's for not, a long it's time. Not, uh, it's not like a, really, a super showy use of uh, oneers as well. No, it's I'm just nice there. cinematography. It's just good filmmaking. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not um, Anthony and Joe Russo saying, "Look what we did. We're real <laughs> filmmakers." Netflix. <laughs> we put Chris Hemsworth in a stunt car and we stayed on him. Amazing. We hid the cut so well. Truly groundbreaking. And then we and then we said it was a oneer when it's not because there's <laughs> cuts. Yeah, because that's how you do it now. Yeah, there uh, there's like this whole featurette you can watch for whatever the fuck that movie was the, called. The Raymond? No, not the. Oh God, no, no. There's a fucking Chris Hemsworth action movie on Netflix by the Russo brothers a couple years ago. A couple years ago, I don't know. Yeah, it was like a big deal. I don't know. People were calling it the best action movie ever and shit. No, please. But there's there's this like featurette about how they did the oneer, and they're talking about the oneer. It's not even a oneer, dude. They just hid the cuts with CGI yeah, and clever is, editing. Which, yeah, it's not what a you do fucking oneer. Yeah, yeah, Ugh. not technically a oneer. But yeah, this the movie is gorgeous. There's lots yeah. of it's 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 not. Uh, like fully desaturated which is really nice um it's not like super aggressively colorful either but like it looks pleasant it's not like a a marvel totally washed out oh god no it wasn't super flat everything looks the same kind of kind of thing yeah i mean it it matched the landscapes which is what you want yes yes it looked very natural yes i also really appreciated that all of the characters um they all like look like normal people like nobody has 75 abs and pecs mm. the size of watermelons and like the except whole thing the predator. except well yeah i mean that's daddy predator is different can we yeah um, i was gonna say can, can we start like a, a a social media thing can we make the predator like a, a daddy symbol uh we absolutely <laughs> should if it hasn't already Cause, cause someone beat let's us let's go is, is let's the predator, go is the predator totally... a zaddy <laughs> Yeah, I'm totally here for the predator, but as a bear, I'm totally here for that. <laughs> oh god, I think well, there's like definitely like there's the elder predators and shit like that. The super predators, they'd probably be the bear, right? I mean, this yeah, probably this predator would be like the twink or something. Like, maybe, yeah, I don't know how. Yeah, I guess we'd I have know. to we'd have to like see the full lineup and have like a a nice uh, scale there that we mm. can that we can work from. But yes, yeah, so I think Zaddy Predator. Uh, 100% needs to happen if it hasn't already. Yeah, I mean, this the this feral predator definitely gave me, like, uh, power bottom vibes. <laughs> you know? Interesting. I could, I, I think, I I think it's verse. No, just, I think it's probably verse. I'm just using phrases that I know. <laughs> I <don't> know. <laughs> <laughs> um, just repeating what you've taught me, Robbie. Of course, uh, of course. The vocabulary you've taught me. Um, but yeah, no, we should definitely... Get on Twitter and stand. Yeah, uh, I think if, if the Babadook can be a gay icon, then so can the Predator. Yeah, abs- absolutely. Absolutely. And the other thing is like, yeah, the Predator is so much more masculine uh, than than like yes. Pennywise or the Babadook. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's strong. Probably a good cuddler, you know. Oh, 
probably yeah i think yeah. This, i think this predator has a has a softer sensitive side that we don't yeah and i think about. i think this predator would be pretty good with the aftercare you know mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> this predator <laughs> brings its own towels uh, <laughs> and, and they're they're, they're, they're they're dry cleaned and pressed yeah yeah he has a little towel towel warmer that he puts him in yeah uh he d- he does this great move with his mandibles called the tickler Ugh. and uh it really really gets, a sight to behold really gets the butthole flexing um <laughs> <laughs> do you think the predator could like jerk you off with its mandibles <laughs> i th- i don't know uh because they're they're they much be too more sharp. they're much more dexterous in this movie than they than they are in uh that's true ones. that's true uh, there's oh there's a great there's a great bit at the end where she rips off one of its fucking oh yeah fucking mandibles. stabs it with its own mandible oh, that was God. awesome yeah <laughs> that was so fucking rad oh it was good and the, and you know the upside too with this predator having a huge mouth is it can eat your entire ass it can once. it can it can the eat whole your whole ass goddamn thing yep 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 it's like watching a crab eat. <laughs> <laughs> Um, exactly jesus christ what do you think what do you think are its most erogenous zones (laughs) (laughs) that's true does the predator have genitalia i guess we don't know i don't know that's that's one thing i definitely uh am am very uh thankful we haven't gotten is a a sex scene with predators (laughs) (laughs) well it can happen now it's probably in a script somewhere that was never made Oh yeah, absolutely. Or in some I'm comic sure we, book. Yeah, we could find some great A fan fiction that'll settle this real quick. Do you think like it could be that their genitalia could be like similar in some ways but different in others? Maybe. Like maybe their uh <laughs> maybe their dick tastes like pussy and their pussy tastes like dick or something <laughs> like that. Oh god. Maybe I mean they they're always they wear loincloth. So maybe they got some some big old swinging wieners under there. Yeah, maybe they're big gaping maybe they're, pussies. I mean, I yeah, or or maybe this whole thing is a part of it's just like foreplay, and they're wearing uh, like little cages on their dicks or something the whole time. Oh yeah, yeah, it could be. You could know, be. maybe the predators into uh, small penis humiliation. Maybe, yeah, maybe <laughs> cock and ball torture is big on the predator homeworld. Maybe this whole thing world, they get hung on a cross and kicked in the nuts repeatedly for <laughs> sexual pleasure. They get crucified and they get their fucking nuts smashed. Yeah, maybe this whole thing is that mistress told them that they can't come until they kill a human. <laughs> and so they, they have their they have their you know balls in a vice or whatever the whole time and yeah. they and they can't even get an erection or whatever until they meet their quota. Do they they have they have their entire junk in one of those um nets? <laughs> just slowly getting tighter <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's set to like a week you know over the course of a week it's gonna shred their nuts slowly beautiful yeah beautiful well, that's i like it the, i think part of the charm i think we should be like uh creative consultants for predator lore i, I think we got some agree. good ideas i think we should make the next movie i mean is there a predator erotic fan fiction Oh, there absolutely is. Do we want that in, in one of our search histories? Don't Robbie's going to Google it. <laughs> Don't worry us. about that. <laughs> I have no shame. Robbie's going to check. I appreciate it. Yes, of course. Um, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, no. I mean, We've fanfiction.net, baby. They've got a whole fucking archive. Oh, of course. Pages and pages and pages. Let's see how many pages there are of this. 
Uh, 54. Now, wow. it combines Predator and Alien as mm. one one big thing. So it's a mixture. But mm. there's 54 pages. Wow, that's that's pretty expansive. Yeah, yeah, there's plenty. Wow. Damn. There's pro- I bet there's probably more Alien than uh, Predator, though. I would I would venture a guess. They're much mm-hmm. much more erotic. That's right. That's right. They got two mouths. Nice and oily. One for your dick, one for your balls. Full, <laughs> fully lubed up. Well, uh, so, you know, the, the nice thing about the alien... Is it's always ready to go. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, well, the nice thing about the alien is that the tiny mouth can fuck you in the ass while the bigger oh, mouth eats your ass. That's very true. It's both at once. It's very true. Yeah. Hmm. Or it could be giving you a blowjob with the little mouth and then like like getting the balls with the bigger mouth. So it's just all at once. Yeah. yeah. And then it could, it could use I mean, the you tail could, you could, your you asshole. Could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the Xenomorphs are one of their biggest kinks is like spit swapping. Oh, yeah. That. Snowballing. Yeah. yeah. For 100%. <laughs> The little mouth, the little, the little mouth come out. <laughs> oh no! Oh, and they no. spew come into each other's mouths like the like the custard machine from Teletubbies. Oh god! I don't remember there being a custard machine. Oh, um, there is. Okay. <laughs> and and even as a child, I was disgusted. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Um, back to the movie for just a moment, if I may. Um, oh, of course. Another cool thing is you know so it's like this predator's first time to hunt or whatever uh we also see a predator that is less experienced which sort of matches our protagonist yes and yes another thing that this movie does that i haven't from what i can remember seen in a predator movie is that the predator and the protagonist sort of mirror each other's yes yes the progression is is, yeah the same basically and which is a very nice touch yeah and ultimately um, Naru defeats the predator not only by outsmarting it, but also just by being a more patient, better hunter. Yes. Like this predator is very impatient, uh, very nasty. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he's a nasty woman. And uh, <laughs> I just want a nasty woman T-shirt with a picture of the predator in the middle. The outlaw, nasty <laughs> woman. Um, and uh, and yeah, so it's it's cool to it's cool to see a predator with with flaws. You know, it's it's yeah. basically it's cool to see a movie monster that is a character. Is what I'm saying. Yes, and and uh, they. Also, like very quickly, show the predator getting injured too when it hunts. Like the the wolf yes. gets a bite in, the bear initially has the upper hand until the predator really gets angry. But like initially, the bear has it and bites it, I believe. Yeah, um, and and you see the blood, which again, really nice to like have a villain that is like from the beginning set up to like show that they aren't invulnerable. And again, it, like speaks to its ultimate downfall, which is that it is an impatient hunter. Right. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Very interesting. Um, I completely agree. So, Robbie, uh, do you have anything else specific you want to talk about with this movie? Uh, no, I think we've hit, hit as much as we can without uh, getting super going scene into... By scene. Yeah, without going scene by scene. I will say, um, this was maybe the first time in a uh, uh, 
one of these movies where I actually cared a little bit about a character death when the brother Tab yes. or Tabe, I don't remember. Um, that was a really uh, nice moment. Tabe. Tabe. And we actually see uh, also like for the first time uh, in a, mo- maybe in any monster movie, uh, a character take a second and like recognize the loss of a loved one, mm-hmm. um, which we don't usually get. We, you know, it's it, granted like they're usually on their own and in fight or flight mode, but to, to just get a moment where like she's with him when he, when he, I mean, well, when he dies, it's pretty sudden, but when he knows he's going to die and they have this little exchange and then yeah, she they have a really gets nice away together. And, yeah. It was just, it was nice. It was sweet. There's like, yeah. um, even though most of the movies in this franchise, I w- they're not like dark movies. They're pretty, uh, safe action movies. There is like a, a sweetness to this one that you don't get with like the brother sister relationship. And then the girl and her dog type of story. Yeah. I suppose maybe one other very minor criticism I would have is that a lot of the dialogue felt just a little too modern sounding to me. They didn't use like any um, like super modern vernacular necessarily. There wasn't like uh, any slang or anything. It just felt like a very like I don't think they should be using old English or anything, but I don't know. It it felt. Yeah, it just it felt a little too modern day colloquial to me, which there's a version of this that's in Cherokee, isn't there? Comanche, yeah. Comanche, excuse me. Um, it's um, dubbed. It's dubbed in Comanche. That and that may very well completely solve that issue. Yeah, it might. Um, I don't really know. I'd have to. I'd have to see it. I wish. I do wish they had the balls to just do it all in Comanche. Yeah, I, I agree. I or if, they, the if they'd had, version, but... or if they'd had just a little bit more of the budget to like shoot two versions of it, one in Comanche, like with the actors doing it instead of like overdubbing it, that yeah. would have been nice too. Yeah. So there's, I mentioned earlier, there's like a little nitpick I have, which is just every predator breaks this rule, which is, you know, they're only there to hunt what they deem to be worthy adversaries. But in every movie, the predator just like kills an injured person. That's not, that's not a threat. Uh, So in this one, the French guy who's wounded that Naru helps, um, which is really smart. He plays dead. Yes. Yes, that was another thing I was like, good, somebody actually like does that. <laughs> yeah. There's so many movies where it's like, just fucking play dead. Like, what are you doing? Just yes. pretend to be dead. And the only reason that he, that he gets found out is because the Predator steps on his leg that is gone. Um, and he screams. Uh, and yes, the Predator, I, I I read that as now the Predator is like kind of pissed. and like, Oh, okay. Shit. Yeah. That's how I read that. That could be, yeah. I mean, he is, he is more like the, um, he's, He's less annoying, but he is kind of like um, Attack of the Clones, Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> He's a little more, you know, just a little moody, a little moody teen, kind of petty. Yeah. Um, so there's that, but yeah, th- that makes sense, I guess. He was just like annoyed and pissed off, and just like shut the fuck up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I guess that could be a little thing added to his character it's just could like, maybe and could maybe have also recognized him as like oh i thought i already killed you so i'll just take care of that real quick uh, true something like that too the one thing i i know that this will never happen but to me like the only i mean not the only place to go from here because you could definitely tell a different predator movie in a different time period and make it interesting just like this yeah, movie did. yeah i think you could do that through you know pick various interesting points in human history to 
like feudal Japan would be cool. Oh, Medieval fuck yeah. Europe would be cool. You know, pick a Chinese Salem dynasty. Trials. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah colonial that. America. Yeah. Oh, God. Do you imagine like Paul Revere just like riding through the streets? <laughs> <laughs> the predators are coming. The, the predator, predator like, the predator interrupts the Revolutionary War. Yeah, dude, the Boston Tea Party, like <laughs> the predator throw a like tea the, over the fucking like the predator throws oh. Paul Revere into the fucking <laughs> harbor. The Potomac. Yeah, um, but no, I think to me the Predator movie that I have always wanted to see, which they definitely would never have the fucking balls to do, is. The predator, the, the predator is the protagonist, and we're following one on its first hunt, and that's what I love about this movie is we get a little bit of that, but I want it to be the predator is the character, and that's who we're following, yeah. and we get to see more of their character and their evolution and how they progress through the story, uh, and maybe it doesn't have to be fighting humans; it could be another alien species like create a new fucking alien race that the predator yeah, yeah. Hunt. just just like invent a planet and then have it fight whatever's on that planet absolutely yeah. or or even something like this where it arrives on earth at a point in history and does have to work through the food chain and the thing is like of course in these movies that are told from a human point of view the human's always going to win but just once, I just want to see the fucking predator, which is an entire species that just hunts for sport. That's part of its entire fucking thing. I want to see him win. So, like, let's have a fucking predator protagonist that works through the food chain on Earth and gets to a human and hunts them and they fucking win. Yeah, that'd be great. That's what I want to yeah, see. Totally. Yeah. Um, but I guess this is as close as we're going to get, which is fine, because it was a great movie. Um yes. I'm trying to think. Uh, I think that's about it. Um, as far as specifics from the movie go. And I do like how it didn't have a fucking end credits thing. You know, yes. we don't cut yes. to, we don't cut to like the gun on a table vibrating or something. <laughs> like, <you> know, like, <laughs> or something. Yeah. There's some fucking nonsense for sure. We don't have, we don't like, see Naru with like the fuck with like predator tech, like playing with it in her bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> like Spider Man. Yeah. 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 We don't like cut to the predator ship and you just see like a bigger, larger predator hand like clench into a fist as he's like watching the predator get domed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't cut to uh Michael Keaton uh <laughs> putting a fucking plasma cannon on his shoulder uh, <laughs> and being like, I think I got a new toy or something, you know. Um Thank, thank God. Or, or you know, it'd be fucking terrible. Is like we pan out to a campfire and it was like a tail. It was like oh, some Jesus. some like Boy Scouts tail or something. Oh, God. And then yeah. there's like a there's like a Naru badge that they have to get. In- <laughs> or even or even if it were like you know this were like a story being told around the campfire. Naru's actually just a little girl and she like invented this all oh my head God. along with the story Fuck. or something like the whole it's, uh, it was a dream thing basically yeah. yeah yeah but yeah so none of that thank god it just ends but we do get um like the uh like the tp art that is the events of the movie and then it also ends with another predator ship arriving which is a nice little tease without it you know being some stupid ham-fisted yeah setup for a sequel like you know 
She's not just like walking her dog and then a fucking triangle appears on her. <laughs> the three <laughs> dots. I mean, God. Could have. Um, yeah. Oh, Robbie. Yeah. So you did. Oh, man. So you so you haven't seen The Predator. There's um, no. probably one of the one of the most jaw dropping, baffling endings in movie history. Is that movie? Hell yeah. I mean, I'm down. I'm when I'm in town, I'm down to watch it. Yeah, I mean, do you want to know what it is, or do you want to see for yourself? I think I want to see for myself. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, basically, it's just yeah, everything. You've, you've probably told me before, and I just don't, yeah, I don't remember. Know. <laughs> um, it's basically just everything not to do in a movie uh, is how it ends. How to yeah, not yeah. set up a sequel, and it's just truly amazing. And I all I'll say is um, they were di- the movie was such a mess during filming that the ending they rewrote several times. And yeah. they had all these different cameos planned and they just had to keep going down the line because they kept getting turned down and told no. <laughs> the original ending is that the the you know surviving main characters would go into the secret military base and then Arnold Schwarzenegger would turn around and be like, Duh, welcome to the Predator Project or whatever the fuck. Yeah, and yeah. then like it would end. And then they couldn't do it. So then there was an idea because there's there's this thing in the movie where there's like this mystery pod on the predator's ship, which Mm -hmm. has some mystery object in it. Yes. And he, for some reason it was going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger in the pod and he would get out and be like, welcome. And like, he was part of it. Like welcome to the predator. Yeah. The the predator dome. And then, (laughs) and then he was like, fuck no. And then um, he's like, too busy raising my strange son that I gave away. And I had sex with my fat mate. And then um, <laughs> then they're like, oh, let's get Danny Glover to come oh, back. Oh, yes. Of so then, like, Danny Glover was going to come out of this, like, predator cryotube and, like, say he was too old to be there. And then he turned it down. And then they wanted to get Sigourney Weaver, which makes no sense. They were going to try no. and shoehorn in another alien predator crossover movie set in the proper predator universe. <laughs> And so what they were going to do 400 years in the future or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. So what they were going to do is they walk into the lab and then fucking Ellen Ripley gets out of this like predator, like armor. Oh God. They were probably going to de-age her too. Yeah. I don't know. It would look horrific, even though we know what she looked like at the time because she was in the fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then she'd be like, Hey boys or something, you know, something stupid. (laughs) Hey boys. Hey boys. (laughs) <laughs> let's go girls man i feel like Credits. a woman yeah, <laughs> so they went That's through all the movie that i want to see yeah and they couldn't figure out what to do so uh yeah you'll see you'll see if you've seen if anyone listening has seen the movie you know and i just uh, hope that next in the next movie we get lady predators i want to see some some predator titties yeah I want to see that Predisi. <laughs> oh, some intergalactic uh, geographic uh, <laughs> predator titties. Um, I don't want to see that. I'll be honest. But it would be Do you think they wear like whatever an alien equivalent of like a coconut bra would be? Yeah. There's just two skulls. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just yeah. two human skulls. That'd and then awesome. over their vagina, they just wear a xenomorph skull. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Um, yeah, who's to say? And the other thing that shocked me about the movie is um, the most know, like, on the nose thing. By the way, if they did that, would be to make the f- the females bigger than the males, and then to have 
uh one of the lady predators like cut off the head of a male predator or something because it pissed mm-hmm. her off yeah this is beautiful it writes itself well yeah you have you have another female empowerment story but it's through a female predator but it's a female predator <laughs> maybe they eat the male predators like a praying mantis maybe maybe they do they maybe the head Maybe we get some sort of thing where they like evolved from the praying mantis and they were like predators were actually like early humans and then they like invented interstellar travel and left Earth. Oh, that's and amazing. colonized a different planet. And then, um, yeah, you know, maybe we get a crossover with the fly where they, mm. they like the technology that that makes that movie happen. <laughs> it's, a, it's a human cross with the praying mantis that like evolves over time and then just like reproduces with other bugs <laughs> yeah who who cares it doesn't matter maybe it's like uh godzilla it reproduces asexually yeah oof just squirts so, out a bunch of eggs oh god don't don't say squirts out eggs please um <laughs> nothing should nothing should be squirting out eggs <laughs> you lay an egg you don't squirt one out there's not uh anyways um so I'm curious to see, because uh, this movie is doing pretty well. It got amazing reviews. Uh, it's pretty popular. I mean, obviously, we don't know because it's on streaming um, yeah. what the box office would be like. But it's doing really well. It's getting great reception. They're talking about making follow-ups to this movie, um, which is cool. And I'm curious, like, would it be – it's not really a spinoff, you know, even though it has a different title than Predator. Would we get, like, Prey 2 or something or – you know, I don't know. That's, I guess they'll figure that out. Yeah, but yeah, they'll have to work on that. I'm curious to see if this is going to affect at all the trend that is somehow still going on in Hollywood. That's been going on for about five years now, where they make a sequel to a fucking 30 year old movie that ignores all the other sequels and has the same title as the original, and they bring back a star from the original and make them the main character um they're all doing it and this movie doesn't this movie isn't like a reboot cool at all it's not like a force awakens where it's passing the torch to a new generation that we'll never fucking see again it's its own movie it's its own fucking standalone movie that is also a sequel to or a prequel to the film and so i'm curious like are we gonna get more of that are we gonna get more like it's about this character from this movie but in a different context that's not you know Yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly where you go from here because you would run the risk of, like, if you did, you know, put the Predator in different periods of human history and everything, you could run the risk of just kind of making the same movie over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, You know what would be great? I don't really really know what you do to, like, make it different exactly. You know what would be fantastic? What's that? If they never made another fucking Predator movie ever again as long as humans live. (laughs) That would be pretty rad. I'd be That would be so cool. Um. I mean, dude, it's it's going to be hard to top it. You know, it's going to be hard to get any better than what this movie is. And it and the thing is, we've seen since the original, it's real easy to fuck it up. And yes. it's too easy to fuck it up, actually, because every movie since has since the original has been a fuck up. And um, I I just you know, this is like a throwback in, in the, in the way that it's uh, just a 90 minute, you know, we already talked about it. It's just a 90 minute action thriller, super tight um, story wise. And uh, just gets in and gets out and tells a standalone story. And I wish that it was also just like a standalone film. 
We don't need a sequel. I don't want to see Naru fight Predators again as no. much as I loved her character. Yeah and, I, yeah, and I really hope they don't do that if they make more movies. I hope that they're totally unrelated. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's get the other thing is that like if they do like other periods in human history or whatever, I hope that it's they, they don't like try to connect it to this movie at all. I hope all of them are just like standalone, just anthology, yeah. just leave it be. Yeah, I mean, just like I said, dude, dinosaurs, take another skull out of that fucking ship. Make a movie about that. Let's get a whole franchise of Predator movies that are prequels to Predator 2. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But let's not touch this anymore. Let's not bring back any of these characters. Uh, let's just leave it alone and let it be a, a great standalone entry. Um, so how, how, do you rate, how do you rank the Predator movies that you have seen? I'm just curious here. Um, I suppose I would do this movie at the top. Uh, then I would do the original after. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't even seen all of Predator 2. So oh, it's okay. kind of not super fair to rank it. So I guess I'd put that next. And then the others I haven't seen. So who nice. knows? Mm. Yeah, I. I'm tempted to put this one up with the original at the top and then leave it in descending order from there. But um, the Predator is so fucking bafflingly stupid that I, like I said, I kind of love it. It's its, its own p- category. It's probably like my favorite guilty pleasure movie. Okay. And um, it's just so shocking. Like, I can't believe that the fucking studio spent $100 million making that movie. Yeah. And that Shane, um, Bla- Shane Black has a pretty good track record as well. So it's also kind of impressive, too. Yeah, that too. I mean, it's that just he was like. involved in a movie that bad. You know? It should go down in history as like one of the. Like major, just like what the fuck moments in a, a filmmaker's career. It's just so, just so shocking. Uh, and I can't believe that it, it exists and that Hollywood made a movie like that at the time that it came out. Like, yes. Yeah. And then it might've like fucked up his career. <laughs> yeah, it probably did. Well, the other thing, the other thing that's hilarious is Fred Decker, who co-wrote the movie with Shane Black, um, his career started with monster squad i think and then he also had night of the creeps which are two like cult classic movies that i really enjoy then he made robocop 3 and he never worked again and um in (laughs) fact he uh for like a recent special edition of robocop 3 that this that screen factory put out uh he Hmm. did a a commentary and the whole thing is him just like apologizing and taking (laughs) full responsibility and and just being like yeah i'm I'm really just sorry to myself because I fucking ruined my own career. But uh, anyways, <laughs> that was like his first movie back in Hollywood. Oh, man. After like rough. 30 years, he came back and co-wrote The Predator. And Oof. now he'll never, never fucking work again. Oh, yeah. No, that's done. That's that shit. It's over. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would say I would say this movie's um, I kind of I don't know. I kind of like it more than the original but I have like nostalgia for the original. And yeah. I mean, the original is, is such a culture, like a, such a cultural icon as well that it's like kind of difficult. I mean, I would say this is like a better movie, like a better oh, constructed yeah. film. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to say for now, I'm just going to say I, I prefer this uh, just in terms of story and, and everything else. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say it's a better made film. Uh, and and it's you know it takes itself seriously enough. There is also some like funny moments in the movie. We didn't yeah. really talk about that, which is we don't have to get into the whole thing. But uh, I'm going to say for now this, 
Predator, Predator 2, The Predator, both Alien, <clears throat> both Alien versus Predator movies, and then Predators, because it's just, I just can't stand that movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Watch it. See it. It's good. It's great. Oh, yeah. Spoilers for Prey. If you haven't seen Prey, <laughs> you're going to spoil the whole movie uh, in this discussion. Um, so if you haven't seen the movie, go check it out and then listen to this review. And uh, <laughs> I would say follow us uh, just, you know, in case we do this again. You never know. You can follow totally. us on Instagram. Uh, really? What is it? Into the Snyder verse? Snyder yeah, yeah, does this have its own Instagram? I think it does. It does. It <laughs> I, I does. don't remember. We have it. Yeah. The last time we did this was for the new Matrix movie. Um, yes. Wow. Yes. So follow us on Instagram at release the Snyder cast. And uh, you never know when we're going to come back again. Uh, so tune in next week when we finally do it, folks. We review the Joker. Oh, God. No, come come back for uh, the series finale of Halloween. Ah, <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah Jesus Christ. Um, anyways, uh, thank you for listening. And uh, hey, maybe we'll see you see you around. <laughs>